Hey friend, welcome back to the show. On this Tea Time Tuesday episode, I'm giving you three ways to beat empty nest boredom and boost your mood at the same time. Grab your teacup and let's talk about it. Hey friend, welcome to the Christian Empty Nest Moms podcast. Have you been wondering what's next for you? Did you pour so much of yourself into being a mom that now you're unsure who you are or what your purpose is? Would you love to wake up with excitement for the day, with God at the center of all you do? Are you ready to stop feeling like the best part of your life is over? Hi, I'm Jenny Good, Jesus follower, certified coach, and empty nest mom of three. Also a big fan of snowstorms and hot tea. When my youngest left home, I was unsure who I was or what my purpose would be. The self-help books were not enough. I needed something more. The enemy tried to level me through the death of my son, adult child estrangement, and empty nest syndrome. But God fought for me, and by His grace, I used my former pain as a platform to help my sisters in Christ. God revealed to me that we each have a unique soul print composed of our identity, purpose, and impact. I learned how to plug into my purpose and joy, and now it's my mission to help you do the same. So get ready for real talk, tactical tools, and inspiring stories about Jesus, purpose, joy, and parenting young adults. Grab your journal, your favorite colored pens, and a cup of tea. It's time for Christian Empty Nest Moms. Hey sister, come on in. Welcome to Tea Time Tuesday. Are you ready to have some girl time? Do you have your tea? I'm going to go on a soapbox here about teacups, and then we'll get into today's episode. My birthday will have just passed when this episode airs. I was born on June 20th, and for my birthday, I bought myself some teacups. I love the look of clay and ceramic artisan style tea mugs, but I do not like the way they make the tea taste. I have found that glass retains the true flavor of the tea. I bought myself some new glass teacups that are shorter, and they look more like traditional teacups. And I also bought an extra of my current teacup, which is a taller mug-style glass cup. I think it's made by Anchor Hawking. I figure it's good to have a replacement because I cracked one not long ago when I thought I had water in it, but I didn't, and I heated it for three minutes in the microwave. Wah, wah, wah. (laughs) So I need a spare, because you never know what I'll do to that cup. Okay, now that I have that out of the way, let's get into today's topic. When you became an empty nester, It might have felt like you suddenly had all this time and you weren't sure how to fill it. You could clean the house, walk the dog, organize the pantry. But what else? And what could you do that would actually boost your mood? I'm going to give you three ways that you can fill your time that actually raise up your mood and give you something to do that is worth the doing. So here we go. Number one is start a gratitude journal. A regular gratitude practice has been shown to provide multiple potential benefits. It can boost your mood, 
improve your sleep, help you have better overall health, and give you a more positive outlook. Plus, it can be super fun to do. Gratitude journaling can be as artistic or not as you want. You could use some different colored pens and a special journal and keep it simple. Or you could do your gratitude journal in a watercolor art book where you paint the background of the page and then after it dries, use markers or whatever else you want to write and decorate your entry for that day. These can become special keepsakes for your children or your grandchildren. On top of the benefits of writing what you're thankful for, a regular creative practice helps you get more clarity, plug into your purpose, and be open to positive possibilities for your life. Something else I love about gratitude journaling is you do not need to be an experienced artist to do it and enjoy it. I love using color, colored pencils especially, because there's no huge mess to clean up like there might be from painting. I can just put color down on a blank page and there's something gratifying and happy about that for me. Number two is take a group-based class. I'm currently in an online mastermind for podcasters. I have loved this experience. Shout out to Stephanie Gass, the amazing lady who runs that class. Taking a group style class is a great way to learn something new and to be part of a circle of people that share some common interest with you. In the mastermind that I'm in, I've met multiple people who I really like, and I'm so glad that I crossed paths with them. If you're feeling lonely or like you need more friends, taking a class is an excellent way to meet people. And even if you don't meet your next best friend in the class, you get to have a new experience and learn something. And when that class ends, you can take another one. Number three is volunteer. The Bible teaches us to love one another. If you want something, give it to someone else. That's counter to what the world teaches, but we're called to walk differently from the world. We are called to be a peculiar people. If you want friendship, volunteer in some capacity where you get to provide companionship for someone else. If you want more riches, volunteer in a homeless shelter or helping those who are facing poverty in some other way. If you miss your kids being little, volunteer in your church nursery, or maybe even become a foster mom. There are so many ways to shine the light of God in the lives of others, and truly no act of kindness is wasted, in my opinion. There's something about doing for others that lifts you up and makes you feel better. A great add-on to this is to get a special journal or a notebook and spend a half an hour or so writing in that journal about one takeaway from your volunteer experience that day. You can make it a special time by having a tradition around it. Like maybe you come home, get a shower, make a hot tea. Do you see how I worked the hot tea in there? And sit in your favorite chair that overlooks a window to the yard. Then you get your journal and a pen you love, and you spend that time reflecting on your experience from volunteering that day. You might be surprised at what God brings to the surface when you step out and help others. He may speak to you through that experience. Before I go, I want to remind you that there's a place for you 
in our free Facebook group for Christian Empty Nest Moms. You'll get tips like these as well as fellowship from other Christian women who are navigating the empty nest. It's a supportive atmosphere and a safe space to share what's on your heart. And I share resources, journal prompts, and printables in the group. To join us, go to emptynest.community. I hope to see you there. Okay, friend, that's what I have for you this time. I hope it blesses you. Hey, sister friend, thanks for spending time with me. If this podcast inspired you, blessed you, or helped you in some way, I'd love for you to share it with another mom who could be edified by it. Also, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps more moms like us find and be blessed by the show. Remember, you are salt and fire. You're a daughter of the Most High King, and joy is available to you.